The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. Hey there, it's Dan Roth, LinkedIn's Editor-in-Chief. Welcome to This Is Quick, where we ask our This Is Working guests pointed questions about their own best practices. Today, we're hearing from James Daunt, CEO of Barnes & Noble. Other than your phone, is there anything that you always have with you when you start your business day or that you feel like naked if you don't have it when you're going into meetings or when you're walking into the office? I keep a notebook I write, so I don't actually, I wouldn't feel remotely naked without my phone. Uh, I would probably feel a bit naked without my fountain pen. Huh. What kind of fountain pen do you use? I have a Pilot 912, which if you're into fountain pens, is excellent. And what about notebooks? Do you have a particular brand you like? I use Legami. All right. Uh, They're cheap and cheerful, but they got all the right things you want. The ink doesn't go through. What are some ways a business can attract customers to their store? Be genuine, be friendly, create nice environments. It's a simple old game and it's been going on forever, but stick to those things. But at the end of the day, the customer will come back most of all for a friendly uh, environment, service. It's old fashioned, it still works. Was there a book that had a big impact on you or your career? My career, yes. Um, Somebody called J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter, and that brought a gazillion people into the stores, so that was extremely helpful. But I'm also grateful to all of those people who produce these giant bestsellers. Uh, Yeah, Colleen Hoover, we all take them. The excitement of having the book that everybody wants to buy is just tremendous for the bookseller. Cues of people. Um, And we got it at the moment. Um, Well, we'll have it in January with Sarah J. Moss. It'll be cues around the block, midnight openings. Really, really fun. What about a personal book? Is there something that you've read that you feel like a book that's really stayed with you? As a kid, I used to reread books. I was a great um, a Tolkien fan. You know, I read The Lord of the Rings, almost memorized it. So I was sort of one of those sort of slightly peculiar ones. The truth, and one has to whisper this slightly, is the great books are great. I happen to have a profession which is all about persuading you to buy the new book. But the truth is, the classics are just sort of fantastic. Middlemarch is just amazing. Anna Karenina is amazing. And you do remember those sort of all-time great books. Is there a great business book you've read? I've never read a business book, ever. How I mean, not, not, a, not a pure business book as such. You've never been tempted to crack one of those, how to be successful at this or that, or lessons learned from this person or that person? I probably should. And I would, I'm sure I'd be a much better person if I did. But I sort of kind of, I've only been a bookseller, really, since um, for well over 30 years. And that that I do understand. And there haven't been any sort of business books about bookselling and, and probably never will be. It's sort of counter-cultural to the whole essence of being an independent bookseller, at least, which is what I still believe myself to be. Do you do one-on-ones with your team? Yeah, all the time. Someone shows up for a one-on-one with you. Is there something that drives you nuts or something that will make you want to extend it? Oh, I don't know. I've, um, I mean, it, it, when you're working with a new team, it's obviously very different to working with an established team. With an established team, I'm, I'm really very functional. It's pretty relaxed. I don't feel the hierarchy. Any one-on-one to me is, generally speaking, as much me learning from them as them learning from me or, or just trying to figure things out. And I spend an awful lot of time debating, um, including with very junior people, trying to know what is right. It's not, this isn't the gospel unto James. So you want people to come in ready to debate? Yeah. And if they don't, you feel like, why am I talking here? I would never hold a meeting longer than 
one is actually being productive in it. Got it. Any mistake you've made along the way in your career that you now look at as a life lesson? I, <laughs> I never stop making mistakes. I think not minding mistakes is important. You don't really look an ever in the rearview mirror. We make mistakes. We make mistakes big and small all the time. Don't stop and agonize over them. Recognize them as quickly as you possibly can. Pivot and correct. And once you've done that, which hopefully will mean you won't repeat them, don't look back on them. Don't reflect. It's all about looking forward. And I think that encourages people to be alert for mistakes and be alert for errors and not being frightened to surface them and not feeling that if they do so, particularly if it's them that's made it. I know absolutely initially when people start working, it drives them mad. Mistakes are really helpful. And maybe the more you make, the better you become. But don't dwell on them. Don't dwell on them. Never. If someone came to you and asked how to do what you're doing, so you want to run a major bookseller, what career advice do you offer to them? Well, if you want to do that, probably go and see a psychiatrist quickly. <laughs> Run, I, running business is very overrated, I think. Um, you kind of end up probably running a business. I think learn your trade and enjoy your trade is leading something that you truly enjoy. I don't mind it, but it sits quite lightly on me. I don't actually think I'm particularly leading. I'm just sort of trying to chivvy along and, and, and other people generally are, are constantly pushing the business forward. There's no merit in and of itself in leading, I don't think, uh, but sort of collective engagement and it's all around teams for me. This idea of focusing on your trade, do you think that people today are too willing to jump industries or jump roles? Do you believe that people should be spending time in one particular area and becoming an expert in it? I never cast a stone in other people's pools as, as to their choices. Uh, but for myself, I certainly get immense satisfaction from that. And I can see in the people I most admire are very focused on their trade, be that in the business world or the potter, the craftsman, the person who, uh, who uses their hands to do the, the, the creative, the musician, the, they're focused on something that they truly believe in. And I think if, if you can have that in your life, it's a very powerful and very positive thing. And you're very lucky if you can, you know, keep a roof over your head and, and, and lead a good life with it. That was James Daunt, CEO of Barnes & Noble. All right, two things jumped out to me here. First of all, I was not surprised at all by his love of fancy pens and plain notebooks. I mean, that is what a book person should really be into, writing everything down on nice paper using a nice fountain pen. But what really threw me off was when he talked about the book that has had an impact on him. I expected to hear about some obscure author, someone who made him fall in love with books, but what he said was J.K. Rowling because it made lines form around his bookstore. So he is very much a CEO first and a book lover second. And I should have been ready for that, but I definitely wasn't when we talked. The second big surprise was that he doesn't read business books. He loves these books that are driving sales, but he is not reading the books about how to make a business that lasts or how to manage your employees best. He does it by coming up with his own ideas, not relying on the ideas of others. That said, I would love to hear from you. What are the business books that James should be reading? Let's put together a list that he can't ignore. What's the business book canon to you? Let me know on LinkedIn using the hashtag thisisworking. And if there's a question you want to hear in these candid segments with guests, let me know that too. You can reach me at thisisworking at linkedin.com. Thanks to the team for putting this together. Nina and I will be back next week to really dig into this conversation with James. Until then, be well and stay curious. 